Halashing for Halas? Want to braai or fine dine? Stay tuned to Hi FM on 101.9 Tuesday mornings from 11 a.m. for Essen Fresen, where it's all about the food. Good morning, everyone. You're with Dolores Fischer from Food by Flavors. I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy to hear that news report of a vegan restaurant in Clarence receiving accolades. Truly, veganism is growing all across the world, and it's just delightful to see that we have it right upon our doorstep too. I know people are experimenting at home more and more. All the um, the milks that are now available from oat, almond, soya have really encouraged us to create more diverse dishes and vegetarian-based, plant-based, etc. for a healthier life, we hope. But while we are talking health, we're going to be talking breakfast today. Breakfast is my all-time favorite. I don't always have it in the morning. I sometimes have it at night. Um, I'm sure most of you agree with that, that sometimes you just want a bowl of oats at night or two eggs on toast is just delicious and delightful always. Uh, so I'm going to share with you some recipes and talk to two very innovative restaurateurs about breakfast and their menus and what's trending at the moment. But before we start with talking to our guests, let's talk about some smoothies. Sometimes smoothies are just the best way to start a day. I know also with intermittent fasting, sometimes people aren't eating breakfast early in the morning. It's 11 or 12 or 1 or 2 even, and no better way than a smoothie. So I'm going to share with you just some ideas for smoothies. Uh, a simple idea is a half a ripe banana, a half a cup of oats. And here you really can use the oats of your choice. 20 grams of caramel protein if you can get your hands on it. Salted caramel is even better three quarters of a teaspoon of baking powder which just seems to froth up the smoothie in the most delightful way and one tablespoon of maple syrup you can of course opt for a date honey or a honey if you choose a third of a cup of any plant-based milk again you can use a milk of your choice uh, and one two three blitz it up in your in your um machine and there you go you, your Nutribullet or your Kenwood or even a hand beater or even a whisk sometimes can work and there you have a delicious smoothie I love to top a smoothie with some sliced bananas and some chopped nuts and a dash of cinnamon cinnamon is trending also as one of the power foods we've got cinnamon ginger and turmeric which are trending now and everyone seems to be talking about incorporating that in our foods just for fat burn and for Um, helping your metabolism and as an anti-inflammatory too so there you go with one recipe and with all the summer fruit around it's so easy to um, use peaches nectarines even bruised fruit even fruit that's bruised in our fridges or on our counters easy to blitz um, peaches nectarines into a smoothie with some of those other ingredients and there you, you have a delicious start to your day top it always with some fresh fruit and something crunchy some nuts or even a crumb of sorts and that just makes a delicious um, addition to your breakfast what I also like to do when I do functions is do little mini smoothies in little glass jars people seem to love that it's just a nice start for a day So after smoothies, let's talk some bananas and banana bread, which is also one of my favorites. Um, I'm going to share with you a very easy recipe for my banana bread. And again, you can opt to make it an egg-free version if you wish. It's sometimes a bit stodgier when you leave the eggs out. It doesn't get as light, but it really, really does work. So three very ripe bananas, a half a cup of unsalted butter, And again, you can opt for olive oil if you're wanting to make a vegan option. Three quarters of a cup of caster sugar, or you can use a brown sugar. Two large eggs, 
one and a half cups of all-purpose flour. And again, you can adjust your flour by using almond flour or coconut flour or any of the flours. I love to put a little bit of almond flour in as part of my one and a half cups. So sometimes one cup of flour to a half a cup of almond flour. One teaspoon of bicarb, a pinch of salt always, a half a teaspoon of vanilla extract, And then the additions can be a cup of walnuts, a half a cup of raisins, sultanas, cranberries, whatever you wish. Mash your bananas with a fork until the consistency is chunky and add them to your batter along with the two eggs, mixing until blended. In a separate bowl, you're going to whisk together your flour, your bicarb, your salt, and you're going to add that to your batter. And lastly, you're going to add your vanilla extract and if you wish, your nuts and raisins and all the little extras. Uh, pour into a prepared loaf pan. I like to just grease my pan and I always use baking paper, as I've said many times. I just love that it just slides off the baking paper afterwards. Uh, bake on 180 degrees for an hour or until a knife or toothpick comes out clean. And one tip I have learned is let it rest for at least 20 minutes before transferring it to a wire rack to cool. And only after that then I turn it over and I peel off my baking paper and there you have a delicious banana bread. Again, you can be creative and you can swap the bananas for another fruit. I have been experimenting with that and it does work, but banana bread is always a staple. Chalashing for chalas? Want to braai or fine dine? This is Essen Fressen. It's all about the food. We're back on Chai FM talking breakfast, talking delicious flavors, talking... to Dane from Shook in Bluebird Center. Welcome, Dane. Thanks, Dolores. Good to see you. Thanks for being with us. And of course, when I say breakfast, my favorite breakfast is without doubt an Israeli breakfast. For me, I would rather have that any day over the fruit and yogurt, which I'm sure you are offering. But for me, it conjures up the flavors of za'atar and sesame and delicious oils bubbling in the pan and shakshuka. So tell us, what are you serving for breakfast? What are, what's trending in your restaurant? Oh, what so, are the flavors? I mean, our top three is definitely, as you mentioned, the shakshuka, just the original one. We've got a green shakshuka also, but that doesn't sell as, as well as the original one. Um, we've got uh, a Benedict, like a sh- uh, which is baby spinach, chargold artichokes, poached eggs, and a hollandaise sauce. Uh, oh, that, yeah. That's probably our, t- our top three. And And also the Mediterranean breakfast. You know, people also, you know, customers just want to make their own thing. So, sure. you know, we've had to allow adapt. that on the venues, just sure. adapt and, and iterate because, you know, they come in and, and want to strip out the entire menu, which yeah. is great. Um, but obviously having to for provision sure. for that. But so one of the questions I wanted to ask you was at seven o'clock, copper seven in the morning, are people eating big breakfasts? Is that still happening? Um, Yeah, I think like the shakshukas seem to be a relatively light Protein, meal. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's what's the base is just predominantly tomatoes. Um, For and, sure. And then you've got the eggs and stuff. And are people um, eating bread with that? We're seeing a lot of avo and toast, actually, just uh, coincidentally. The sourdough avo and toast is one of our best sellers, which is quite basic. But we see that, you know, before eight o'clock in the morning, that's Delicious. kind of what guys are eating. For We've sure. We've got smoothie bowls also, which... which also go quite well in the morning, um, you know, before a certain time. And then as we get into brunch, we see those um, more dense breakfasts, um, sure. you know, the, the more. Are people eating breakfast in the afternoon? So we serve an all-day breakfast. Um, we see, like, maybe up until 2 o'clock, um, you know, they'll have a breakfast, um, you know, more of a traditional breakfast, but then 
you know, after two, it's more, you know, if they are going to have something, it's maybe a smoothie bowl okay. or or something lighter just to get them through to, to, to dinner, dinner time. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the bagels, obviously, like bagels are really good um, sellers, fast movers for us. But and I think, fillings, you know, what are the most popular are fillings? At, what are people choosing on their bagels? So definitely the salmon, uh, you know, just the salmon bagels, the one, one of our bigger, one of our better sellers. Um, we've got the breakfast bagel, which is also just, um, it's with our shakshuka sauce and eggs and, and aioli and, and Delicious. stuff. Delicious. Um, yeah, and then we've got like the classic pastrami bagel um, that goes quite well. Uh, yeah, like I, I think, you know, people are uh, quite habitual also. So they'll come in and just have the same thing all the all time. All the time, uh, yeah. Not, really experience, yeah, not yeah. really experience much more on the menu. But I mean, you know, that's it's good for us, menu. I suppose. For sure, for um, sure. And what's your and, choice and of breakfast, Dane? Uh, when I eat breakfast, I don't try and, uh, you know, I hardly eat breakfast. But um, when I when I do, I, I kind of gravitate to um, the Turkish eggs, um, which is a, a spice double thick yogurt. So it's like a labna. Um, uh, which is a strained yogurt and poached eggs, paprika butter, um, herbs, sesame seeds, atar, like you mentioned previously. And then it comes with like a malawa from the side, which is yeah. quite decadent. That's my but, best. Um, yeah. yeah, but, um, you know, we, we, uh, we have to add it on there to try and get some. For sure. Some. Uh, Substance. Some butter in there. Yeah, and some butter. Yeah. <laughs> and are people, um, do you find that, I, I mean, I, I see at functions also, when people know they're going out, they tend to break away from their kind of healthy smoothie at home or maybe their just protein breakfast at home. They know they're going somewhere, so they want to experience something delicious. And it's the same as functions. People say, oh, people don't eat, but they do eat. I see it week in and week out yeah. every day of the week. People do eat if you offer them delicious food and if they know they're going somewhere. Absolutely. I think it depends on the time of the week and the day. Sure. Um, uh, we we definitely see um, uh, higher, you know, faster movers and uh, like less healthier things towards the weekend. So, you know, after Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, people kind let of their see, guards down here. Yeah. Let their guards down and kind of like okay, well they've gotten through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Let's let's kind of splash out. Yeah, amazing. Um, so yeah, we see we, we've also got like baked oats, which is like a quinoa baked oats. It's it's, it's um, a gluten-free option, which seems to go quite well. And what um, do you serve that you know, with? So we do bananas, blueberries, cinnamon, uh, and a lemon yogurt on the top. So okay. it's just a, you know, it's about a sixty forty split between quinoa and, and oats. Okay. I wanted to add that quinoa version in just to try and create more of a complex carbohydrate. Um, For sure. And and you know just and change it up a bit um yeah we uh, you know obviously the this push this narrative into more wholesome healthier foods definitely you're um, seeing the effects us. of it yeah and it's benefiting um, us yeah and hopefully and, and our, the, the next generation aren't going to grow up only eating greasy yeah. foods and fried foods you and know it's more, great to go to like a it's great to go to like a restaurant i won't name mention names like a breakfast spot where you can have the regular white bread and scrambled eggs on on that for and, sure you know sauteed mushrooms it's not something you know we we obviously try and do that but we also try and push people into more of a um, middle eastern mediterranean style breakfast which is much healthier yes um everything is made fresh um you know we don't bring in anything that's kind of tinned or canned or anything so you know that does also help with the uh, you know maybe the understanding that when you when you do try the the meal it, it does seem a lot more a lot fresher than sure. you know going somewhere else 
Yes. Um, I but think we've had freshness to is always you know, key in all in, catering and in all restaurants. Yeah, we've changed our menu. So, I mean, we've been open, what, 10 months, we've changed our menu three times <laughs> just to try and iterate and, and, you know, listen to what our customers are giving us feedback on. And obviously, feedback's really important. So For sure. we encourage the feedback as much as possible when, when customers do come here. Um, and also, we've launched, um, I don't know if... Uh, you're aware of this, but we've launched Pani's um, product here from Gelatissimo. Um, and right. so we kind of bringing that in to try and uh, help her. Um, I don't think you need help being busier, but no, um, you know, we wanted she's to try and bring... one of the busiest people I know. Yeah, Shane, she's the best. And um, and we've, we've brought the product here. We've got like five flavors. Amazing. And we, uh, we, we've kept it separate from the Shook environment to try and keep the kosher elements going. That's so nice. Um, That's excellent. Yeah, that, that kind of adds... Add to your more, offering for sure yeah, yeah add more different flavors offering obviously not a breakfast offering maybe if you're a child yes potentially could be a breakfast if i open an ice cream bar weekend. and i always use honey's ice cream bars at my events and if i open an ice cream bar no matter what time they're there yeah so yeah i always Crazy. have to time it properly that they eat first and, yes uh, she does have the best product and the community should definitely support her they do um, they do yeah, amazing we, yeah thank you dane thanks as, for being with, with all us. of us thanks Dolores, appreciate the we'll chat the again. Happy eating. Absolutely. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Chalashing for chalas? Want to bry or fine dine? This is Essen Fresen. It's all about the food. You're back talking food, breakfast, delicious flavors. We've just spoken to Dane from Shook. And one of the things he spoke about was shakshuka. I'm going to share with you my shakshuka recipe. Of course, shakshuka, which originated in North Africa and became a staple in Middle Eastern households is such a personal expression and such an, a personal taste and every household makes it so differently. So feel free to adapt recipes and feel free to experiment but in very broad and basic terms I'm going to share with you my shakshuka recipe which I serve at many of the breakfasts that um, we do here at Food by Flavors. So ingredient wise you need olive oil, onion, garlic, green chili, red peppers, some paprika, coriander, I love to use fresh and ground, some cumin, and again, I like to use some seeds and some ground, the best quality tomato paste that you can find, a kilo of ripe tomatoes, which I like to blanch and peel and chop coarsely and have it ready for my shakshuka, a handful of fresh coriander, you can use the leaves and stalks too. I like to use everything of the coriander, but some people don't. And some people don't like coriander at all. Again, a very personal taste. Uh, here for this quantity, I'm going to use eight eggs and some flat leaf Italian parsley to garnish. And of course, always drizzle afterwards with some extra virgin olive oil, the best quality you can find. So in very simple terms, you heat your olive oil in a large oven-proof frying pan over a medium heat add your onion add your garlic and cook for five to seven minutes add your chili add your peppers cook for a further three minutes and then add all your spices your paprika your ground coriander your cumin and here i like to tear some fresh herbs in um, sometimes when you put the herbs in too early they seem to the color seems to lose its luster but then i always top it afterwards with some fresh herbs Add your tomato paste and cook for another minute. And then lastly, add your tomatoes and cook for 20 to 25 minutes until the sauce reduces to the consistency of a passata. Season with salt and stir through your fresh coriander right at the end. Then 
After that, you're going to gently crack the eggs over the tomato sauce in the pan, space them out generously, cover with a lid, reduce the heat to a lower heat, and cook for three to four minutes or until the egg whites start to cook. Again, your personal choice. Remove the lid, increase the heat just slightly, and cook for a further three minutes until the yolks are runny, but the whites are firm. Don't worry if the eggs are not fully cooked because the heat of the sauce continues to cook them. Remove from the heat and of course serve, I love to serve it in the pan, scatter over with some parsley, some drizzle, your virgin olive oil, some salt and freshly ground black pepper and there you go. And again with some luffa breads or lavash bread or Turkish bread or sourdough bread, anything works with shakshuka. But we're going to move away from eggs and talk about delicious pastries, croissants, everything French and delicious. And I'm going to innovate your taste buds by talking to the founder of Coco Safar, which has been taking Cape Town and Johannesburg by storm for the last few years with their delicious flavors. Welcome, Wilhelm. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank Great you. pleasure. Thank you for being on our show with us. Tell us all about what you do and how you started in South Africa and what gave you the inspiration to start Coco Safar and all your delicious offerings <laughs> of what you're doing in the marketplace. You know, the journey started with spending in my early 20s. I was very fortunate to spend a lot of time in Paris, in London, and in great European cities, and just fell in love with the cafe culture, and then ended up launching this brand in 2005 in Montreal, Canada, the Paris of North America, wow. and got you know, hugely influenced by all the flavors, and that was the birthplace of the brand, so we had a few locations that we started with in Montreal and Toronto, but particularly Montreal as a foodie paradise and really obviously very French origins with a North American twist and then obviously New York because um, it's just an hour from New York so we're very very lucky to have spent you know thousands of hours in New York and really be influenced by the best the melting pot from around the world the best best flavors and cultures (laughs) all coming together yeah it's like really you know at that cutting edge and I think from the beginning I mean, one of the places that we fell in love with was a place called Balthazar in New York, which was this ultimate all-day cafe, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And for breakfast, my standard always was, if you can have incredible French quality croissant, sure. if you can have freshly, freshly squeezed juices, yes. if you can have really phenomenal specialty coffee, like really serious coffee, and the environment, and I think that's very tough to find anywhere in the world. It seems very simple, but if you can have uh, incredible, you know, your classics, your eggs benedicts and your French toast and your, 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 your waffles and your pancakes and all of that with a flair, but you can also choose and, and you can have extraordinary uh, croissant and viennoiserie and you can have incredible fresh squeezed juices. And, and normally what, what was very interesting is that you have Great coffee, but not great croissant. For sure. You great I croissant, think a great croissant beer. is a very hard thing to find outside of Paris. It's tough. <laughs> yes, it is. The lamination, the quality, the dough. And I think uh, a few and years the ago... Butter, the butter, the butter itself is yes, a secret. I know. 
I know. They always ask you, are you flying in butter from France? Are you getting in French, French butter? And yeah. so we did a year of research in Cape Town, but it was about no compromises, the perfect environment, perfect. and then no compromise on, on, on any of these things. And I think breakfast is such a ritual. And one of those things that, you know, there are things on the menu in Baltazar that 23 years later that haven't changed. Amazing. And I think it's always good to seasonally add a few things. But I think I think when you do things right, it, it's so so what what we wanted to do is innovate. So there's, for example, a la fortie, which is really like the French bread pudding. What we've done is in a skillet, we're using it from... We use croissant dough, the cut-ups that we don't use for our croissant. Okay. It's with a warm berry, warm berry compote, warm creme anglaise, and a fennel biscotti. And Delicious. So, yeah, so basically, so just take, take, take the classic French. And uh, in fact, I was stuck in New York a few years ago doing very big uh, snowstorms in in um, in the same hotel that was the origin of inventing Anna, the, the, the Netflix TV series in oh, yes. 11 Howard. 11 Howard, and that became Le Cuckoo, they became an all-star Michelin restaurant. In the morning, they had a club for tea, and uh, so I fell in love with that, and I said, okay, well, we, we need to innovate. So for me, breakfast is really about innovating classics. So in our... Benedict, we have our famous butter croissant, and yeah. obviously we were very, very fortunate a couple of years ago to be recognized as one of the four best croissant bakery in the world. That's amazing. And uh, we, we blew our minds, and uh, we probably thought they made a mistake, and then we realized they didn't, and we, <laughs> we embraced it, <laughs> especially from the tip of Africa, you can imagine. For sure, it's amazing. And has, has have the flavors in, in South Africa, have you had to adapt anything? Are they different to what people want in the rest of the world, or are we quite international now in, our, in what we're wanting? It's an interesting, that's a very good question. I, I, not really. I, we wouldn't do very much different in New York or Paris at all. In fact, there's a very good chance if a few things fall in place that we could be opening in Paris probably for the, for the Olympics. And, and, and we would not do much different. Actually, I, th I think so. Yeah, I think South Africa is not behind the curve. And I think the only thing that we're focusing on is nothing too sweet. Just just bring bring down the sugar levels and okay. really, you know, focus uh, focus on sweetening uh, where we can with natural fruits and and so and, and just you know, French have a beautiful word. So use your ingredients from a very close region around you. So we're focusing on getting the best butter with the best fat content, the best flour, eggs, the best milk, and find... And, 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 and I think your palate, uh, anybody's palate is amazing how it will tell you instantly if you're eating something good, right? For you sure. Don't have to be and and freshness, fresh, you cannot put a price yeah. on freshness. Freshness no, is no. just the key to every successful meal, uh, I think. Uh, uh, absolutely. And, 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 and I think. I think that's our, I mean, yesterday we sat full for nine hours at our new store in the V&A where we have 100 meters on the water. And I think, but what we're proud of is we have as big a following from the locals as the, the tourists. Because firstly, we focus on, on the locals. Sure. And I think for me, 
you know, the flavor is for me, if you're coming into the Rosebank store or Seapoint or, or VNA, uh, you should get the same treatment as if you were in Paris or London. There should be no different treatment in product or service or anything. It's the same experience. For it, sure. I uh, was recently in Paris actually mm-hmm. visiting my son and his family and and I was in Lyon also. And what amazed me, not only how many patisseries and boulangeries and everything they were around the pride that complete pride of the owner almost every little um, establishment his owner managed and the love and the passion and they want you to just savor every mouthful and they watch you while you bite and they it's just it was amazing to see and I couldn't believe the the volume of of coffee shops and patisseries all along every main road. I kept on thinking, oh my word, how all the how are they, these people going to make a living even? But they do and they do and they do, and it was just wonderful to watch and see and experience. Yeah, amazing. You're absolutely right. It's, it's that lifestyle that really people people um, work to live yeah. and, uh, and, and, and that, that daily and at night it's beautiful when you look at the beautiful there's a Rue Mortorguet uh, uh, and Rue um, de Martyr and these streets you see people at 6, 7 o'clock at night For sure. passing by they, they get their baguettes and they get their croissant and I love the fact we just launched a new line of baguettes a few days ago and I love the fact that in our stores people are actually even late afternoon picking up the baguettes so, so I know I loved seeing that in Paris also people came on their bicycles and put the baguettes in the yeah. brown paper and drove off with it under their arm it was wonderful to see and the freshness was just abundant and yes. it was just and yes. the smells and the scents and the it was yes. just it was truly like a beautiful experience and um, and yeah it's, and as my one son Tyler always says when you've got coffee and you've got croissants and you've got music and you've got people you create a culture in a place and that's what creates a city and that's what makes a city buzz very 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 true and I mean in Paris you can go into any park and if you have a fresh baguette Butter, a bit and of brie. For sure. You're good. It sounds <laughs> like heaven. Wilhelm <laughs> Liebenberg, thank yes, you for absolutely. sharing your time with us. Uh, those of you who haven't, you have to get across to Coco Safar and try one of these delightful, fresh, delicious pastries. Whatever your choice, you will find it there. Thank you for your time this morning. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks for, for having me. And uh, it's, it's, we'll, we'll chat uh, again I, for I, sure. We'll chat it's again. An, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. Have Bye. a good day. Bye. Want to braai or fine dine? This is Essen Fressen. It's all about the food. Well, I'm sure your tummies are all rumbling now and looking for the best breakfast options around you. And sometimes the best breakfast options are just so simple, a delicious fresh bread, some butter, some cheese, or if you want the healthy version, a bowl of oats. But one thing that I find is a staple across all my breakfast morning events is a rosti, or as we love to call it, a latka. There's nothing better than a hot, crispy latka out of the pan, topped with some delicious quality salmon, a dollop of cream cheese or guaco or whatever you wish. So in very broad terms, what we do when we make our latkes, eight medium potatoes grated, one and a half white onions grated, one cup of sugar, don't say I said the sugar word, but I am, a pinch of salt, a generous, generous sprinkling of black pepper. I love to use the coarse black pepper, five whole eggs, 
and one cup of flour and there you have it again if you want to make it gluten-free you can opt for a different version of flour I wouldn't know how to do it vegan without the eggs but I guess there would be a way we can talk about it another time and I love to actually make the the batter with my hands I make sure that the potatoes and the onions and everything is well blended and then pan of hot oil and you drop spoonfuls of the mixture into your pan and before you know it you have a delicious latke turn once turn twice in the pan just let it get brown but not burnt uh, top it with some salmon guaco fresh sliced avo etc and it's just delicious one other thing um, that I want to share with you is my poached eggs so when people always battle with poached eggs and I know it's easier to use a poacher and we often do do that for functions because it's always just quicker but um, the best way to make poached eggs is to start with the freshest eggs that you can find Um, get your hands on the older the eggs are the more likely they are to fall apart in the water so you can actually always judge the freshness of an egg by how they hold together in the simmering water So you'll have a pot of water on your stove. Make sure the water is barely simmering, just a few bubbles appearing now and then. If it's at full boil, the chances of the egg separating when it hits the water are greater. One thing I've done in the last few um, weeks is I've used a, a slotted spoon with very small holes and I've placed that at the bottom. And that's the easiest way to actually bring your egg out of the water when it's ready. I add a pinch of vinegar to the water and then crack your egg, your checked eggs, into a small bowl before adding it to the water. Slide the egg from the bowl into the simmering water. Poaching time is different for everybody. Four to five minutes should be just about right. And there you have a delicious poached egg, uh, one or two or three or even more. And of course, while we're talking, Eggs Benedict has to be one of the favorite, favorite breakfasts. I'm going to share with you a delicious hollandaise sauce. So here you need four egg yolks, one teaspoon of freshly squeezed lemon juice, and it must be fresh and it must be delicious, a half a cup of butter, and again, the best quality butter you can find. And I love to add a sprinkling of chili flakes or cayenne or salt, just to give it a bit of flavor. The salt is definite, but the cayenne and paprika, you can um, adjust according to your taste buds. So you melt the butter, in either a microwave, I prefer to heat it on a stove in a little pan. You add your egg yolks, your lemon juice, and of course a heaped, heaped tablespoon of smooth Dijon mustard, a sprinkling of salt and cayenne pepper, and blend it for about five seconds until all combined. With your blender then running on medium high, you stream the hot butter into the mixture from your pan or pot until it's emulsified. Pour the hollandaise sauce into your small small bowl and serve while warm. I love hollandaise sauce not only on eggs, I love it on asparagus. I often use it on green vegetables. It's just a delightful kitchen staple. So we've been talking breakfast, we've been talking flavors, we've been talking all delicious things that you can have all day. Uh, I'm going to share with you also my Birch's muesli. So again, people think that you have to soak it overnight. You don't actually always have to soak it overnight. It can actually develop the flavors in just a few hours. So very quickly, three tablespoons of rolled or quick cook oats, two tablespoons of water or milk, three heaped tablespoons of thick Greek yogurt, and again, the best quality you can find. I love to add ground cinnamon and a touch of nutmeg and maybe some ground ginger and one apple. 
grated with the skin on a half a tablespoon of raisins, sultanas, a big heap tablespoon of almonds roughly chopped. And again, you can use any of the nuts that you favor. I like to include more apple than oats. So I always add more apple in at the end, but feel free to mix it up according to your own taste buds. Rolled oats are generally your, the better oats to use for birches, but some people prefer the less chewy, quick cook oats. You can really choose the one that you fancy. If you want to soak it overnight, um, it soaks pretty quickly. I put it in a glass, in a beautiful glass bowl with a piece of glad wrap over and let it go overnight, or you can actually do it within a few hours. When I serve it, I love to put it in little glasses and add some coarsely grated apples and nuts for texture over, and there you have a delicious birch's muesli. Chalashing for chalas? Want to braai or fine dine? This is Essen Fressen. It's all about the food. We're nearly done our hour talking about delicious breakfast flavors. I'm sure you are eager to get into your kitchens and start making some of these tastes or run to your nearest patisserie and buy a fresh croissant or something delicious. A fresh loaf of bread with some butter does the trick too. Um, before we end off, I'm going to share with you my very quick and easy recipe for granola, which again, you can make in bulk. Uh, any of these recipes, you can always find me on my Instagram or Facebook page and I'll always share the recipes with you. So I know it's hard to sometimes write down everything while I'm chatting away and everyone's excited about all these flavors, but um, I'm always happy to share with you anything that I talk about on radio. So again, your ingredients for granola, uh, you need some vegetable oil or very light olive oil, some maple syrup, and again, you can always opt for a date honey or a honey, a dark brown sugar, and here I really do prefer the dark brown sugar, a vanilla bean split lengthways, have it ready, some rolled oats, chopped almonds, pistachios, pecans, some shredded coconut. I love doing roast coconut, which I add in. Some unsweetened cocoa powder, I find, just gives a touch of just decadence to the granola. And of course, a little bit of salt. And you can always add some chocolate buttons or some chocolate nibs to it if you want to make a chocolate granola. So very, very quickly, line a baking tray with baking paper. Then put your oil, your syrup or honey, your sugar, your vanilla seeds in a medium saucepan over a medium to high heat and bring it to the boil slowly. Remove from the heat when it just starts to boil and set it aside. Put your oats, your almonds, your pistachios, your coconut and coconut powder in a very large bowl. Mix it well. Pour your melted sugar mixture over these dry ingredients and mix well with a metal spoon. I like to use baking paper, as I've said, and I spread my oat mixture out onto the prepared tray, transfer to the oven and on about 180, even 160 can do it, and cook for 30 minutes or until the nuts and oats are golden brown. Every 10 minutes, I like to stir them around just so that the flavors all are infused with each other. Remove the toasted oat mixture from the oven and transfer to a separate cold tray so that it doesn't cook any further allow to cool for five minutes again i then take a little bit of sea salt and i just add a sprinkling of sea salt over the oat mixture or you can add your little chocolate melts or grate in whatever you fancy a little bit of ginger i love a dash of cinnamon 
When everything's settled and hard, break the mixture into chunks with your hands and store in an airtight container. I find that this lasts five to six weeks even, even though it never gets to that point because everyone loves it. Um, serve your granola in bowls or in a big bowl. I love to put sliced banana or cooked banana, grated uh, or beautiful fruit salad. We have such delicious summer fruit at the moment. Roast berries, yogurt, etc. Always a winner for any breakfast. So thank you for sharing this hour with me. I hope you inspired. I hope you innovated to go and try out some new recipes for breakfast. Have fun and enjoy.